Today is Daf Chaf number 20 in Meseches Irvin, and we're going to get right to today's Daf. And um, we are starting at the top of the page, starting at the top of the page at the words, Ba'amine Abaye Miraba. So Abaye asks Raba a question. So here's the question. So Raba Abaye wants to know, Chatzer Sherosha Nichnas Lebein Hapasin. So as we know, this uh, these pasibiros, it's basically cordoning off, off an area where the well is so that people can access the well by putting these corner pieces on. And what if one of those openings is uh, opens up into a private courtyard? So chatzer, so when you have a courtyard, sherosha nichnas lebena pasin, where its head goes into between the um, um, uh, where the head goes into between these two um, corner pieces. Can one carry, being that this has a status as a private domain, can one carry from the chatzer into the area where, it, like, it's basically just carry from one to the other? Or, right, or back and forth. That's the question that Abai asked Rabba. So Abai responded, Mutar, it's perfectly permissible. That's not a problem. Because once we've established that this Pasibiros creates a, a private domain, so it's a private domain. And the Chatzar is a private domain. Private domain that's opened, fully open to another private domain that's shared by all. There's nothing wrong with it. They can carry from one to the other. Shtayimai, what if it's joined two courtyards open up to the same pasibiros? What's the deal now? Now, what we, so, so Amrle, also, that's not going to work. If you have two separate courtyards that are opening up into this, so then that's going to be a problem. You can't carry any more from the courtyard into the pasibiros and from the pasibiros into the courtyard. That's already going to be not allowed. Okay? Um, and, and that's the story. And we'll see soon what the issue is. Amr Afuna, Shtayim Asurin, when we said two is prohibited, that is Vafilu Irvu, even if they made an Eruv. Why? Because because we are uh, for, we're, because of the decree that maybe we'll say eruv mo'el that you can utilize an eruv for um, for for the pasin as well, meaning treat the pasin this area that's delineated as if it's like a mavoi, and we can make a sheer joint eruv to carry. And uh, and therefore and, and and we know that it actually does not qualify as a mavoi. That's actually not acceptable. So that's why we, uh, since people, it's a it's a decree basically. Since people might come to the mistaken notion that something like that might be allowed to make an eruv with the pasibros to other other chatzeros, other courtyards, to make it into like a join a, to join a bunch of chatzeros to that, it would be a problem. And it uh, doesn't matter if these courtyards have their own independent Erev to each other, even though an Erev makes it considered as a 
uh, a single entity, it doesn't matter. Okay? Um, and, and that's because um, people won't realize that, they're, that, that, that the reason why they're carrying is because of their internal Arab, they'll think that they're carrying because of the Pasi, they're both open into the Pasi Biros, and that's the issue. Okay? Now, that was Shitas Rafuna. Rava Amar Rava says, actually, Irvu Mutter, if they did make an Erev, it would be allowed. Um, and uh, that's because, like we mentioned, once it, they have an independent Erev, then the two courtyards are really one courtyard, and it's one courtyard that opens up into the Pasi Biros, and therefore you would be allowed to carry. That's the same thing. Um, again, now, it's important to understand, Rashi clarifies this idea, I want to make sure it's clear. Why is this different? Let's say I have two courtyards um, that are contiguous to each other, shared by different people. So unless they make an Erev, I can't carry from one, one of those courtyards to the other without an Erev. And the reason why is because there's people who live in the other one who... Um, and they, they're, you know, and that's the problem. The problem is, is that there's dwellers on the two sides, and they don't, and they, and they're, therefore, they're, they qualifies it as two different rishuyos, two different domains. The advantage of the pasiburos is that nobody lives in the pasiburos. It's a well that's that's basically anybody's. So therefore, if a courtyard, a single courtyard, is opened up into it, so then it's like connecting to an area that's not. Um, the, there's nobody living there, so therefore it doesn't create a prohibition of a separate private domain that's disconnected from this private domain. That's basically the idea. Now, again, we're talking about where the question is, what if, this, what if they made an Erev in, um, in between those two courtyards that open up into the Pasi Biros? So we saw already Rafunu said it is not allowed, doesn't help. And Rava says, actually, Rava Amar Irvu Motar, if they didn't make an Erev, it's allowed. Amle Baila Rava, so Bai said to Rava, Tanya de Masayalach, there's a Brisa that actually supports your contention over Rafuna. What does it say? If you have a courtyard where one end opens up uh, between the pasin, then you can uh, carry from it to between the two pasin. Or from the pasin to it. But if it's two, that would be prohibited. Okay? Um, so what does that tell you? So it tells you one's allowed, two is not allowed. So far, doesn't commit. But look at this line. When is that true? If they never made an Erev. If they did make an Erev, then it is going to be allowed. So that's basically straight up saying like, Rava. So, does this basically, this price of disprove Ravuna's opinion that it doesn't help to have an Erev? Amalach Ravuna's Ravuna will tell you, Hasam de Hadron Arvon. That was a different case, that there was a very large gap or break between the two private domains, and, um, and that's nearby the edge of the two courtyards, which anyone would notice 
that they are basically they that that's why that's how they combine together to be able to carry. So in other words, as long as there's no basically, it's like it avoids the the appearance that the that they're utilizing the passi bureaus as their combiner connector between the two properties, which it doesn't certainly doesn't qualify for, and that's the answer. So in other words, it's not a proof to uh, Rava because Rafuna could read it into his position. Next question, also uh, another interesting question. Again, a by S Rava question. What if the well goes dry on Shabbos? Mao, what's the halacha? So he told him, The whole purpose of the mechitza is for the water, right? That's why we allowed such an imperfect uh, divide or uh, you know, uh, um, boundary where it's only corner pieces, which mostly, and it's mostly open. The only reason why we allowed it is because is because of the water. If you don't got any water, then there's no mechitza either. The mechitza is not acceptable without the water. Oh, so the question is this: By Ravin, so Ravin wants to know, Yav What if it dried out on Shabbos, and then Obo uh, and then later on? There was rain or whatever, whatever it, uh, it, things got better, and then now there's water. Now, what's the halacha then? So Abai told him, If it dries out on Shabbos, that is not a question. That question was asked to Rabbi, and he said straight up that if it dries out, it's Asr. So on that same basis, you also shouldn't have a question if the water returns on Shabbos. Basically, what this turns into is a case where the mechitza was made on Shabbos. What's the Allah of a mechitza was made on Shabbos? It's a brisa. The brisa says, If there was a mechitza that was made on Shabbos, Meaning there was no wall, and then somehow the wall came into being on Shabbos. Um, and the halach is whether it was inadvertent, or on purpose, it doesn't matter how. That qualifies as a mechitza, and it, whatever the mechitza qualifies for, it will accomplish, seemingly. So here too, the mechitza is back. So Gemara says, yes, that's true, it's a mechitza, but it's not a mechitza likula, it's only a mechitza lechumra. Uh, didn't we say on that, Amar of Nachman, lo shanu ela lizrog, that's only to throw. But if it's to move, then definitely not. So the Gemara says, um, so, so meaning, like I mentioned this idea before, when you're throwing something, that means if I'm standing in the public domain and I'm throwing to the side that has this mechitza that was created on Shabbos, yes, it's a private domain because the mechitza created a private domain. But to carry, that of course is not going to let you carry inside it because it, you built the mechitza on, on Shabbos. For sure it's not going to work. So Gemara says, you're right that it says that, but that's ki yitma, Nachman, amazing That's when you built it willfully. 
you put up the, the walls on Shabbos knowing full well what you're doing. So that's where we said, Lechumra, we're not going to allow you, Lekula, to allow you to carry within that area. But this, this has nothing to do. The water came back on its own. So therefore, it's like a mechitza came back into existence on its own. And there, it's even Lekula, even in a lenient sense, we consider it a private domain and acceptable. Okay. Moving on to the next thing. Amr Belazar, Hazorek Lebein Pasibros, Chayv. Somebody who's standing out in the public domain and throws to the area where this well is cordoned off with these corner pieces, you're chayv for throwing there. Because basically it's a private domain and you threw from public to private. So the Gemara says, Pshita is obvious, of course. Why not? So the Gemara says, Ilav Mechitzi, Hechi Mishri Leilimalos. It obviously qualifies as a mechitza because otherwise, why am I allowed to take water out of there? It's, it's a real, halachically, must have significance and count as a real mechitza. So Gomer says, no, lo tzricha, it's a chidosh, came pasi It's not bir There is no well here. I went into a shusarabim and I put up four corner pieces. That's it. Okay? As if there was a well there. And now, I'm standing in the public domain and I'm throwing into that area. Chayv, I'm still chayv. Because even though, even though it's a special allowance for the well, but the bottom line is, it works. Those corner pieces create, at least in the stringent sense, the, a, a private domain. So says, Hanami Pshita, that also is obvious. It has to be effective, at least on a Doraisa level, to make it into a private domain, because otherwise the rabbis wouldn't step in and override a Torah prohibition to draw water that, uh, with, if this is not really a legitimate private domain. Obviously, halachically, the corner pieces do create a private domain. Otherwise, they wouldn't have made any allowance. So the says, Even if those openings uh, in between the corner pieces is used and people are walking right through it, um, that, that nevertheless it doesn't change the fact that the corner pieces create a status of a private domain in a stringent sense at least, that if I throw from the public into there, I'll be chayv. What's the chiddush of that? Because even though people are walking through, it doesn't negate the validity of the mechitza. We know that already. Rabbi Lazar said that once. Rabbi Uda said, if people walk right through where this well is, you got to move the whole thing to the side because you can't have it in middle where because their walking through negates its validity. It doesn't matter. You don't worry about it. And Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Lozer, Dami Tarvayu, Kano Diacha Kochan Shal Mechitzos. What you see from here is the strength of Mechitzos. The Mechitzos create a private domain, really. They have the effect to be considered a true private domain, regardless of the fact that people are walking through. So the Gemara says, you're right that that is what Rabbi Lozer said over there, but we still need him here. Why? Because Yimei Asma was just there, Havamina, Kan Velos Virale. That's what it's saying, but I don't agree to it. Okay? 
Kamash Malon, kind of visfirale. That's why you have to say yes, and that is my own opinion as well, that it actually does count. So say what you said over here, and then you don't have to say it over there. So Gemara says, you're right. That was a derivation of what his statement was over here. Once we learn that Rabbi Lazar says that the people walking through doesn't change anything, then it doesn't change anything. And that's the bottom line. Brings us to the next thing. Motor lahakriv lebe'er. Okay. Okay. Motor lahakriv lebe'er. Your ladder come close to the well. Um, okay, so that means as close as you want to come in, as long as you leave you know, two amas that the cow's head and most of its body will be able to be in that area, we said that's good enough. That's the quote from the Mishnah. So, says the Gemara, Tanan, as we learned over there in the Mishnah, Lo yamod adam rishusarabim, hayachid. You can't stand in the public and drink out of a private domain. So, you, you know, you're just sucking the water out, let's say a water fountain that's in the private domain. I'm standing in the public domain and I'm drinking from that into my, into my mouth that's in the other domain. I'm not allowed to do that. And also the reverse, right? There's water in the public and I'm drinking out of the public into my, into my private domain. The only way that's acceptable is your head and most of your body needs to be in the same place that you're drinking. Okay. And this is true in a, in a wine press as well. So Rashi clarifies the wine press, what we're talking about. The wine press has nothing to do with the question of private domain, but it has to do um, with the special dispensation and leniencies that exist what you're allowed to do while still at the wine press. So basically, um, the halacha is that as long as the wine is still in the press, in the gas, which is you know where the pressing process is done, you can sip the wine and you don't have to take off the tithes because it's not like considered finished until after, it's like a temporary drinking. It's not a sh- what we call a shtias kvah. It's not a, like a set, settled drinking. It's just sampling. Um, and that's basically the idea. So the same rule. The, once you take it outside, though, you, you take the wine with you, then you have to take off all the tides. Well, what if I'm standing um, in a different domain than where the press is and I'm drinking like that? No, it's only acceptable when my head and most of the body is in the same area. That's, how, that's the idea. It's the same halacha. So, so, one second. So, 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 so the Gemara is asking a question now. Gabi Adam, when it comes to man, you need the head and most of the body. Gabi Para, what about the cow? Me being a la Roshavruba, do we also need the head and most of the body? Although, or not? Does the cow need to be drinking head and most of the body in the same area that it's drinking? That's the question. So the question is clarified. If the container's there, um, meaning where it's drinking out of, I'm not holding it by the neck, right? So it, the animal's not 
um, being held there, and the, but the container is being held. Lo the question doesn't even start. Of course, you need the head and most of the body to be inside. That's for sure. That's not even a question. The question really is, I'm holding both the, the neck of the animal as well as the container. And I want to know, is that good enough? And I don't need the head and most of the body or not. My So what's Allah? So so he said back, Tinisua, that's our Mishnah. As we recall, how close up can you make these pasibros? Only insofar as the head and most of the body will be inside where it's going to be drinking. Vishosa. My love did not love and mana. Isn't it talking about where I'm holding the animal as well as the container that it's drinking out of? And that's why it needs, and still, even nevertheless, it needs the head and most of the body. That's why you need the two amas. So Gomer says, Lo, that's not the way what's going on. I'm only holding the container. I'm not holding it. And that's why you needed the head and most of the body. But who says that when I'm holding the animal as well there, like, so it's being held in place, that there's even a concern. Even if I'm holding the container, but I'm not holding it, since when is that allowed? We have a price. Can't fill up water and put it in front of, on Shabbos in front of his animal. That you cannot do. I can fill it up, pour it out, and it will drink on its own. Okay, so, um, so what? If, in other words, if I'm holding the container in my hand while it's drinking, that's what's not allowed. Okay, and um, but what I can do, I can pour it in front of it, and then it'll drink on its own. So, um, okay, so it sounds like that um, uh, that when um, when the animal is not being held and I'm just holding the container that's a big problem that's not allowed okay so what the Gemara says don't worry about that the trough is standing in the public domain but it's 10 tfachim high and it's 4 tfachim wide and one end is in between the pasin. And the problem is, you'll see the trough that it's like no good, it needs fixing. And you may come to fix it. And then you'll drag the, the bucket with it. Then I'll be taking, since the, this is sticking in a little bit, the buckets, it's with the bucket, I may come and dra- drag it out with the bucket, and that's the problem. So that was the whole problem. The Gemara says, if, yeah, but that wasn't my intention. We have a halacha, that's not even a chiv. So what, even what you're worried about wouldn't lead to a chiv of Torah. Why? Let's say I'm moving stuff in my house from corner to corner. I was clearing out one corner, and how do you clear up a mess? You move it from place to place. I move it from this corner, move it into a different corner. And then I change my mind in middle and walk out, and I walk out. 
So that's Potter. Why? When I picked it up from corner A, my intent was to put it in corner B. I ended up in middle, changing my mind and moving and wanting to move out. So that that Akira was not for this, for where I'm bringing it. It's not enough to be Chayev, Achiev Torah. So we would never make a Xerav, and that's the same thing over here. I never had the intent to actually move out the bucket from the private domain to the public domain. It wasn't even part of my intent. So therefore, it wouldn't make sense to make a Xerav for such a thing that that might occur, because even if it did occur, it wouldn't be a Chiv Torah. Um, Ella, Zimnin, here's, so you're right, that's not what we're worried about. Ella, Zimnin, what we're worried about is this. Zimnin, there are times, Dimisakinli, you fixed up the trough, and then, after it's fixed, you'll put it back in. And if I do that, now moving it from private to from public to private, and that's the problem. That's one explanation, Igadamri, or another explanation, meaning another uh, this Igadamri is actually going back on the original question. Igadamri, so like that was our question. We know that's the law for Adam. Now we want to know is this the law for the behemoth, for the para as well? And we try bringing a raya from our Mishnah. So now we have a version B of the whole discussion. Igadami, others say that this is what we were asking. Okay. What's the question? Igadami. Gabe Adam, when it comes to man, it's good enough if his head and most of his body is inside, that's good enough. Gabe Para, misagi Is it good enough to have the head and most of the body? Olo or not? Now, if its head and most of the body is in, and I'm holding the, the bucket that it's drinking out of, and I'm holding the head in also, the question doesn't even come to first base, but that surely would be enough if head and most of the body is in the same area. The question is, I'm only holding the container, I'm not holding the animal in. But the animal is only able to access it when it puts its head and most of its body in the same area. My, what's the deal? I'm relate to you saw. That's a Mishnah. That's to be head, most of its body inside, and drinks. My love, is it not our case? You're holding the container and not it. So Kumar says, Lo, that's not the case. You're holding it as well as the animal. And it makes sense that they're both being held there. Why? If you're not holding it, that's for sure not allowed. So, which we explained, like we explained before, that's surely a case where you're not holding the animal. So Gemara says that's true, but Hayit Marla Amar Abaye Hachav Be'evus Haomid Bershus Rabim Gavoa Sarav Tfachim. It's a very specialized case. It's where the trough is ten Tfachim high, four wide, so it qualifies as a private domain in its own right. Firosho Nichnas Abin Apasin, and one end is in between the area of the of the Pasin. The Zimnin the Chazal El Evus the Mekalkel Vasi. You see that the trough is a little bit out of whack and needs fixing. And I might come to fix it. And when I fix it, 
I may drag the bucket into outside the area, the delineate, the privatized area. The kamapping wishes yachlushes arabim. But that was not my intent. So since when would I be chayv about that? Like we asked before. I'm trying to move my stuff from corner to corner. And I changed my mind. And I ended up taking it out. I'm not chayv for what I did. Basically, in order to be chayv for carrying, I have to at the, have intended when I picked it up off the ground, to take it to the other domain. If that was not my intent from the beginning, then I'm not chayv for that. So Ella, that's not the problem. Like we said, simnid demesakinli, you're fixing it, and then I bring it in. The problem is because I'm bringing from public to private. Bottom line is, it is not a proof. So in the end, we're still asking the question. So Tashma, we're trying to bring a proof now. Gamal, a camel, Sherosha Rupa Bimfim, it's head and most of his body is inside. Ovsin also, I'm allowed to feed it. Um, now, me Bifnim from inside. Now, Evos, feeding is like stuffing it up, okay? You know, like you're feeding it, you're putting the food into the mouth. Evos, Keman Dinaket, Mano Vinaket, Ladami. The only way you can actually feed the animal in that way by like stuffing it down its throat is where I'm holding the head and, and the food at the same time. It's not like, um, right? And that's the, that is the only way you can perform avos of the power feeding. So therefore, it's like both things are being held. And I still need head and most of the body, which is basically a good proof that even when you're tying it, when you're holding the head, the, the head is, can, is attached, basically, or locked in, being held in place, you still need Rosh Varuba. So I'm Rav Acha, by Rav Huna, no, I'm Rav Sheshis, Shani Gamal, maybe a camel's worse or different, because it has such a long neck, maybe the long neck, um, it, you know, so... It, um, basically, uh, um, it could it could still stretch out into the other domain with the, such a long neck. So therefore, you you may need more than more than that, and therefore there you need rosh of rubo, um, even though it's being held, and that's because of the concern of the extra long neck that it could, you know, literally stretch its neck out into the other domain. So that's the story with the long-necked camel. Here they are. So we have here another proof. Tashma coming here proof. If you have an animal which is head and most of the body is inside, you could feed it. Now, this is any animal, sounds like. And I still need Rosh so again, it seems to be a proof. Which animal do you think we're referring to? We mean a camel. But then why would we have two prices? One talking about a beima, one talking about a gamel. So the verse says that doesn't prove anything. These two prices are not written next to each other, one after the other. If it was, then you would be right. But they're written in different locations. And therefore, meaning, you know, it's different students writing. One of them said camel and gave the exact example we're talking about. The other one said beima, but you, it's still talking about the same camel. It's like two people's notes, you know, it doesn't, doesn't prove anything. 
Okay. So, um, so Tanya Namiachi the Brisa says so as well. Rebbe Lezer also Bergamel. He says it's forbidden by a camel. Why hold the Tavara Aruch? Since he has a, such a long neck, that's why it's more of a problem. Okay. Now, Amar of Yitzchak Parada Lohutu Pasibros Elalola Regalim Bavad. So we have here a, a, an interesting reason for the whole reason for this heter of Pasibros. The reason why we allow it is specifically for the people who are going up to Yerushalayim to be Ola Regal for the holiday and we want there to be them to be able to access the water and they wouldn't otherwise and that's the story. It's only for the animals. So Gemara says, you're right. My Adam, What is a man supposed to do? It's like he basically holds it with his hand and feet in the wall and basically he goes into the well, helps himself and drinks inside. Okay, that's the idea. Anyway, and uh, we'll see more about that. Um, uh, we were, uh, whether this actually is the, the case for humans or um, or it, maybe we'll have a better option for the humans. Anyway, that's where we got up to. That's where, that's the end of the daf. We'll continue with this tomorrow. And I hope everyone has a good vach. I just want to, before